Welcome to Tech Talks in 20. I'm Ginger Conlon. And I'm Michael Logan. On today's episode, we're going to dive into workforce engagement management. So in the past, we've heard a lot about WFM, WFO, well now it's WEM, Workforce Engagement Management. What does that mean? What aspects are covered in that and why? Why they're important to a contact center in delivering great customer service. So with that, we'll cover everything from agent scheduling to gamification to recording to transcription, all the things that you would expect from a workforce engagement management tool. And of course, AI. That's right. AI will enhance all of those capabilities and we'll talk more about that on Tech Talks in 20. last episode, if you've listened already, and if not, you can always go back and listen at your leisure. The topic we talked about was empathy. We focused on how empathy not only impacts the consumer, but also touched a little bit on how it could impact agents and how those two, when those two meet and that all important interaction, how that could be an opportunity to delight both sides of the conversation and how we do that through the right technology and how we do that through training and a variety of other ways in which we can approach empathy and deliver through those interactions and that opportunity to provide great customer experience. So, And that reminds me of a story of when employee experience goes wrong. A few years back, I was talking to a customer experience consultant who basically had a rule. He did not do business with any company unless the CEO spoke with him and was on board with anything that they were planning. Because if it didn't come from the top down, the changes weren't going to happen, they weren't going to stick. So this consultant did a review of the contact center. He spent some time there, saw what the agents were experiencing, and then he went to talk to the CEO. And he said, you know, I think what would solve your problem would be to get all of your customer service employees special chairs and every time they get up from the chair, the chairs will you know, record the time that they weren't sitting down. And so you'll know anytime anyone is away from their desk for exact number of seconds. And the CEO is like, really? And the consultant said, no, I'm, I'm being sarcastic. You're, you're over measuring your contact center employees, you're not giving them a chance to like actually live. Sometimes you just need to get up and get a glass of water. Like you you need to rethink how you're measuring their time at their desk and away from their desk. Because in, you know, in what other industry is someone measured based on every single second and how they spend it? It's, it was crazy. So the CEO understood, he got the message and they did work on a plan that was much, you know, got, got the time they needed in front of the employees in front of the computers, but also was a little bit more reasonable and more, empathetic to their needs as, you know, people trying to help other people. You know, that's an extreme example. Now I have a smartwatch that's reminding me that I need to get up often. And what's wrong with that? What's wrong with getting up from your chair every once in a while and moving around? I think every, especially this year, we're reminded constantly, make sure you're getting up and taking walks and getting outside. And how do we, how do we do that as workforce management administrators when we are responsible for making sure that they're in their seats and that they're staying adherent to a number. 
And sometimes that number, and I, you know, when you talk about an adherence number for how often they're staying on, on task or on schedule, you know, that, that number can somewhat seem arbitrary because, you know, typically we set those at a percentage. If it's at a hundred percent, that's too high. You know, we know that we can't have a hundred percent schedule adherence and for, for good and bad reasons, we can't have that. But at the same time, you know, even if you knock that down, you know, eight or eight percentage points, you know, you're still kind of at an arbitrary number. You know, there's really no decisions behind that number. You don't get that extra level unless you go back and clear up exceptions. And there's just a lot to that. And again, if you're managing adherence, you're doing things right. You know, there's no right or wrong way to do things. But I will say this, (laughs) the caveat to that is the agent expectations are changing. The workforce is changing. And whether you're prepared for that or not is kind of an important question because as work changes, we stop looking at our workforce as a cost center or a cost and more of an asset and start to invest in that user. At the same time, we can't we can't be in that same position where we're asking them to be accountable for every second of their day and not empowering them with information to make good decisions. Because that's really what it's about. Making a good decision to say, hey, this is an ideal time for me to take my break, or this is an ideal time for me to step away and help my kid get on a Zoom session because he has class and we're, you know, a lot of kids are doing that from Zoom. So that is, I think, the key. How do we how we empower that agent? When we talk about WEM or workforce engagement management, we talk about all the keys that so for years it was workforce management, WFM, and then it was WFO because we wrapped in recording and we wrapped in how we use scorecards against that and we use analytics against it. But then we then we slowly turned that into WEM where it's workforce engagement management. And now that could move on for just to employee engagement, right? Uh, or or another, you know, just that idea that that concept has flowed to uh, include so much more. And along with that, you know, you have to ask your question, how do we meet that demand? Yeah, you know, I think to your point, a more engaged workforce is going to be a more productive workforce. You know, they're happier. They want to do a good job because they see that you're trying to help them do that good job. And a lot of that, as you said, is providing them with the right tools. Yeah, you want a great manager who's going to cheerlead them and make sure they're getting the coaching that they need. But when you have technology that provides insight to them, whether it's the best time to take a break or the best next thing to say to a customer, that's that's all invaluable and it's all available. It's just finding the right tools for your organization so you can treat your contact center employees as the assets that they are. Is there people having the conversations with your customers? And you know, without customers, there's there's no business, right? So it behooves you to think of agents as an asset. Yeah. And how you do that, how do you, you know, when you're driving the technology for your CX center, how do you create that all-inclusive staff buy-in? You know, how do you create that? Well, you create it through technology. That's one way to do it, right? There's also, there's culture, there's technology. There's a lot of ways to approach that, to get to that, that happiness word that you mentioned earlier, you know, and there's, there's so many products out there that deliver on that. And as a technology decision maker, it's the task of combining all those technologies together to deliver that, to live in that happy space, be that place that agents want to work and where 
customers want to call in and leave with a positive experience. And to do that, you have to you have to combine a lot of technologies. And sometimes it's going in and, and you know adding in new features, but then integrating all those and keeping them up and going can sometimes be in a juggling match. And what you're seeing is an industry trend across the CX uh, providers, CX technology providers, is you're seeing them start to combine a lot of that. And I think that's important because again, when you talk about making it a happy place, you have to make it, one way to make that happy is if you're laying on all these technologies, how easy is it to access those technologies? If I'm a scheduled agent, how easy is it for me to access my schedule, change my schedule? How easy is it for me to get better at a job? What are the drivers to get better at my job? You know, what is motivating me to stay connected to my team when we're disconnected? Those are the questions we have to ask because it's, it's not about, do, you, do they have the right information? You know, it's not just about this. It's not just about, do they have the right information in front of them to answer the customer's request? Because that's that's key, right? It's also these other things about how are we making this, you know, a competitive contact center to attract talent and keep talent? And those are some ways you can do that. And a technology driver behind it, but I'll just say this, you know, we work for Genesis. I'll say it. <laughs> Genesis Cloud does a really good job of bringing those together. And it's not just bringing them together. It's also, you know, it's all delivered on a single interface. It's all the same lines of code, if you will. It's all built. Genesis Cloud is all built on the same architecture framework as all the pieces to it. And as we talk about delivering that all-in-one, that happy place, you know, you finding a tool that can deliver on that, that same concept is, is key. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting, Michael, if you think about the technology that can help support the agent's it runs the gamut from the simplest thing, like a single sign-on, right? It's just, just make everyone's life easy, right? I mean, it's yeah. like, it's kind of like the best thing ever. You you have, yes, you have to work in multiple applications sometimes, right? So, so make that super easy, but all the way to the opposite end of the spectrum with AI and how AI can help various different and important aspects of that agent experience, so I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you're seeing in terms of where AI is really benefiting that agent experience. Yeah. And how AI really enhances not just the agent experience, but the overall delivery on that promise that we're going to do our best to ensure that everyone stays happy. That's hard. That's a hard concept, right? And does AI do that? Well, AI does some things good. It does. The, we talked a little bit about this last week about AI's is helpful for doing those repetitive tasks. You know, I need to just change my password. I just need to find out a status. And it, that keeps agents happy, right? They don't have to continue to repeat the same answers over and over again. We hand off some of that repetitive task and that's that's how AI is helping us in one way. That's, that's one driver and that's around that empathy. You know, we're providing a quick answer to those that need it. And then on the other side, AI is doing things in the background, like listening to the interactions and providing content. It's listening to quality, but then it also using AI and machine learning, we can alter our algorithms to deliver more robust and correct prediction forecasts for what's coming next. And that's powerful. It's it's that ability to get answers to questions that administrators and agents have, you know, just simple questions like, hey, can I take next week off or next, can I take a week off in, in September, you know, later this year? Can I see what my, my schedule is going to look like in September of this year and get a quick answer to that? And that's one thing that uh, the power of using cloud computing and AI, delivering an accurate answer to those questions. So do you think people are, are comfortable yet 
you know, giving giving over to AI? What do you think? On the administrative side, yeah, I could see there being a little hesitation on that. You know, my you know, when you're asking the questions about, you know, what's the next step for us? We want to be a modern contact center. We want to be in the cloud. That's that's really the driver. We want something that integrates easily to bots. We want we want the latest and greatest and we want to be able to pivot on a dime. And that's, you know, this year. I keep going back to this year. I think every I think that's always going to be the case study is how we navigated the 2020, how we successfully navigated. And hopefully those conversations lead to more adoption of great tools and, and capabilities. But the idea that if I'm evaluating that next step and I'm looking at uh, all these great features, do I think about it? Oh, is this, is, does this replace me? That's even hard to say, you know, some, because we all have that fear and I've used this analogy before and I'll use it again. I'll be quick with it. If you've heard it before, you know, it's that self-driving car. Are you ready to jump in a car that goes 70 miles down the road, riding passenger, riding shotgun. And I know that I'm not, I'm not ready to be out of control. I want to have control of the wheel. I want the brake. I want the pedal. Some people are ready to get in that car and go. And the difference is, are you ready to ride shotgun to AI handling some of the day-to-day tasks you're doing now, like forecasting and scheduling? You know, those are the questions maybe you're asking. And how does that enhance your role? Because now if I'm not focused on those hours, where can my benefit the business and enhance the business and increase outcome by not focusing on some of the more menial tasks. I'll just say, frame it that way. What can I do differently? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think about, okay, so first of all, I drive a Mustang, so you're not getting me out from behind the wheel of my car. But when it comes to technology, hey, if I can hand over the rote tasks so I can be more strategic, bring it on. I mean, that's awesome. As as a manager, you can spend your time instead of pondering, you know, the schedule and three people want to work on Thursday, but no one wants to work on Friday. And what do I do? And let technology take care of that, you know, with obviously a human touch, you know, then think about, okay, well, what can I do to help grow the business? What can I do to help have this contact center actually be, you know, a, more of a revenue driver? That's where you really get a win on both sides. And then for the agents, they get to spend their time, you know, problem solving and using their problem solving skills to help their customers deal with complex issues and all the little things like, you know, I need to change my password. Hey, let the bot take care of that. What you just said a moment ago, how we free ourselves up from tasks and how we were able to enhance the, the what's important. And you think about if you're a workforce management administrator, what is your job is around workforce? How do you engage that workforce better? You know, do you find more times that you're working with agents to enhance their schedule, to enhance their happiness? You know, we talk about that word a lot, but are they on the right schedule? Can we improve on that? Can we meet more with them? The other part of that is we talk about engaging that uh, workforce. You know, how are you doing that now? Is that a separate application? Or do you even have contact with them? And that's that's another part of having a, a solution where you have that capability to go one-on-one instantly with an agent if you need to and have conversations with them. But it, it doesn't, you know, there's so many different ways to, to view how you can enhance that time spent. But I've heard stories around hours and hours spent around forecasting and scheduling. And we understand the business drivers to that. We understand the business drivers to adherence. But when we look at how we approach adherence, is it just punctuality? Do we want them to stay punctual to a schedule? Because there's ways to motivate around that. And that's where gamification can come in, where we make that instinct to be competitive against your team, which at the same time drives them to have conversations with their teammates about, you know, how do I get better? Or how are you always number one in this metric? And how do I get there? Those are good conversations to have. I mean, if they're, if you're, if they're taking the time to show concern and, and reaching out to a, to a coworker that's at a higher rank than they are in a certain metric, that's great. It, you know, it builds teamwork. It builds, it builds a team. 
around that. And having all that capability delivered in the single interface is key to driving that happy center, if you will. Yeah, gamification can really do so much when you use it well to encourage that kind of healthy competition and just have something fun for people to reach towards to be, you know, at the top of that list. And like you said, and it gives people an opportunity to learn from each other. Oh, so-and-so's strategy is really, they know how to get things done. Let me check out how their approach is and how can I take it on for my own style and do better for myself. And then everyone's performance improves as a result. So you've got, you know, this team that's constantly looking for ways to get better and then everyone wins contact center wins the employees the customers ultimately win which is great and if you know all the employees are looking for ways to be more productive and efficient well cost savings isn't that awesome and i don't know if hr will like this but is there such thing as healthy trash talking about gamification maybe hr will want to get involved in that and that might not sound as as uh, inviting as we want it to but i can be healthy for some you know just to have that that team driver where you're having that healthy conversation about how to get better. That's that's the key. Well, with that said, I want to thank everyone for taking part in today's Tech Talks in 20. Again, thanks for listening. Go back and listen to our podcasts that we have available. Hopefully you're able to take away something today. Before we leave you, uh, we wanted to remind you to be sure to take advantage of the resources listed below in, in genesis.com. They expand on today's topic and we'll leave you with some additional information. Also, be sure to click subscribe to get notified on previous and new episodes of the podcast and feel free to share with your colleagues and friends. Again, thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of Tech Talks in 20.